Hey, Matt, let's tell our six listeners, or are we up to seven now? I'm not sure, about our new recording buddy, Riverside FM, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Yep, Riverside FM lets you record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a 1,000 miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. And it's as easy to use as that meeting app everyone usually uses for recording, but has much higher quality audio and video. And they have a mobile app, so guests can connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for the final girl of recording platforms for podcasts, webinars, and other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. That's S-H-I-P-I-T to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. The podcast you are about to listen to is an account of the movies which befell a group of horror fans. In particular, Tara Garwood and her intrepid friend, Matt Lolich. Had they lived very, very long lives, they could not have expected although they would have wished to see as much of the mad and macabre as we are to see in those movies. For them, an idyllic summer movie became a nightmare, and they loved it. The movies that they watched were to lead to the creation of one of the most terrifying podcasts in the annals of American history. The Scary Movie Project. Hey, 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 everybody. This is the Scary Movie Project, the podcast where we talk about scary movies and share more spoilery spoilers than there are sharks in the ocean. I'm Tara. Hello, I'm Matt. (laughs) And I don't know if you guys knew this, but uh, this year on 4th of July, fishing season is open on you. (laughs) Um, I don't know if I agree with that tagline, but it is a tagline from one of the great movies of all time, Jaws. And with us today is actor, director, producer, podcaster, and now published author, Brianne Davis. She just came out with her first book, Secret Life of a Hollywood Sex and Love Addict, which you can get on Amazon. Her favorite movie is Jaws, and her favorite horror movie podcast is The Scary Movie Project. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) We just made that up for you, so. I love it. I love it. Yeah, almost all completely true. Yes. So Oh my God, I love it. That's great. I love Jaws. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, we're so excited to have you again. Yeah, I'm It's pretty great. It's pretty great. Such a great movie. And this was like, I had seen it when I was young Mm -hmm. and been really scared of it and probably didn't even like watch the whole thing. I think I like hid a lot. Um, So this was my first time really watching it as an adult and I loved it. This, wow. I watch it so many, every time it's on TV, I just put it on and leave it in the background when I'm working or writing. And I watched it since I was six years old. I love it. It's just so like well-written and well-acted and smart. Yeah, it's just really good. I mean, this was was the beginning of what? The the summer blockbuster and this like Spielberg's, I mean, it is. Yeah. started it. Yeah, because yeah. blockbuster uh, summer movies were like the crapola movies uh-huh. before this, and they <laughs> released it then because they had to push it back. I think because uh, production was taking too long, and oh, so they we'll had to push to back, and it became the first big blockbuster. Yep. So okay, so let's dive in. Please. So 1975, no, no this movie came out. Yes. Director Steven Spielberg. Heard of? I've heard of him. And written by Peter Benchley and Carl Gottlieb, based on the novel by Peter Benchley. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, opening credits, guys. Spielberg Ooh. uses this distorted, like, audio of squawking birds over the Universal logo, mm. which is an homage to Alfred Hitchcock's opening for the birds. That's great. So, so cool. Um, so, he it did the same thing. And then 
The music, of course, is composed by John Williams. So we get those radar sounds Greatest and then music. that like iconic yeah. strings. So good. <laughs> Donna, 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 right? Yes, you do better than I do. Um, so we have the titles over this underwater traveling shot, and then we cut to this beach party. It's very chill, 70s kind of beach party. And this young man and woman like smile at each other. What's your name? Chrissy, where are you going? Yeah, she's so excited. And they go off for a swim and she strips and beats him to the water while he's like struggling to get his clothes off. And we get our first underneath the water shot of her swimming. That's the best scene ever. It's It's so good. She's silhouetted above you. Mm -hmm. It's just really, really good. With her legs swimming and you just feel like it's coming. It's like, ah! Something bad And I'm so glad you said that you feel it because Mm -hmm. so the cinematographer actually devised new equipment to facilitate that underwater shooting, including a rig to keep the camera stable regardless of the tide and the waves and a sealed submersible camera box. What do they say? What what, what are two of the things they say never to do when you're shooting footage? Never shoot on a boat and never use like pets or children, right? Never use pets or children. Yes. No animals. I have done both and it's torture. Absolutely torture. Of course you've done both. And of course, you know, the whole thing about this, we can get into it later is, you know, this production was a disaster. Like this was was a disaster. Yeah, it was horrible. The shark kept breaking. Everything went wrong. Everything. everything They thought they had a piece of shit when they they were doing it. They're like, this is a piece of shit. I think they called it flawed instead of jaws on set i I don't doubt it that sounds about right (laughs) so okay so we see chrissy's um face as she gets jerked under and she's like dragged around on and they apparently had her like attached to these weights in this Uh harness and they just like jerked her back and forth Uh, no they had ropes around her and they Uh, jerked her with ropes there you go yeah and she was getting whiplash she said that her back hurt so bad and that she was literally people were pulling her and that's they how they got like, that jerky. Um, they say it took three days to film that sequence. That must have hurt so bad. Me? Oh, oh I'm sure she had, I'm sure she had so many bruises because just doing any scene in movies, you get so many bruises. So I can't imagine oh, yeah. what her body looks like after. So Every Linda- time I've done any acting like on stage or in film, I've hurt myself. Mm-hmm. So Linda Blair in Exorcist, when she had that rig, when they were flipping her up and down in the bed, it like jacked her back up for years, she said afterwards. Kind oh yeah, sure. it's it's they yeah. because and back then too, they have all these rules now, but back then they didn't. It was like no. a wild, wild west. You just get it done. Rub some dirt yeah. on and get it back out there. You'll feel fine. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So and she next, wasn't oh. a star. And she wasn't a star, you guys. Right. If she you're was like a just day like, player. You're right. like fuck. Treated, oh yeah. They don't <laughs> yeah. Care. Nope. Especially back then more. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. So in the morning, the next morning, Brody, our main character, Sheriff Brody and his wife wake up. And um, I love this. The kids are in the backyard, he says. And she says, in Amity, you say yad. Yeah, yad and you pack the cat. You say yad. yad. That's right. I love that. And so he gets a call and he heads out in his sheriff's truck and the young Has man- that really bad swing set that you know they got hurt on. Yes. You guys remember you had swing sets uh-huh. like that back in right, like the oh, crappy, mine was all, like mine was all swing metal. set. And if it got metal hit by struck get, by like, lightning, yeah, yeah. We, we would have all been dead. Well, and God forbid you should want to like slide down the slide on your swing uh, set and oh, it's hot metal. Yes, a thousand degrees and you burn yourself. <laughs> no, uh, those swing sets too, days. they have all those nail, like those drills are like yep. sharp edges and I always cut myself. So every Death time I traps. see that, when I watch it, I'm like, I think it was a swing damn set. Swing from, set. <laughs> it was like the swing set from Texas Chainsaw Massacre that they show in that one scene, right? Yeah. Probably. Anyways. Probably. Okay. We yeah. talking about this. Swing okay, so, set. okay. So okay. swing set. So, so yeah. So he drives past the swing set. Um, the young man from the night before is telling Brody, the girl must have drowned, you know, cause he, he can't find her. And then the deputy has found her washed up on shore and we don't see much, just hand, her right? arm like yes. sticking out. And I think there's like crabs oh, around it. Yeah. Eaten by bugs. There's crabs. There's yep. like a little yeah. crab crawling on it. It's pretty awesome. And I love it. We get back to the office and he's typing up his report and probable cause of death. He puts shark attack. And man, can we talk about how busy this office is? <laughs> like constantly his secretary is like in his face, like, what about yeah. this? And what about that? And right, like, right. And his deputy is like, I don't know. It's just like everything it's all like, the time. Uh, what's a minute? It's, it's like, um, uh, what's his face from um, Andy Griffith, right? Sort of, if your honor reminds you. 
Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, his assistant. Yeah. His deputy. Yeah. So Brody goes and gets supplies and he makes to, so that they can make signs. And the mm-hmm. deputy pulls up and says a bunch of kids are doing their swimming badge. Like a bunch of cub scouts are doing their swimming badge out of the beach and they can't reach them. So he's like, get the signs up. And he heads out to out there and he has to take a ferry and Vaughn, who I think is the mayor. Oh, mm-hmm. he's such a dude. Okay. He's the mayor. Yeah. And his suit he, with his anchors on it. Like, oh my anchors. God, what? <laughs> oh my God. He's so dorky. It's so cute though. You want to have a panic on the 4th of July. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a really good impression. Yeah. So he gets on the ferry and he basically tells him that you, you yell shark. We got panic on our hands. <laughs> and, um, no, so, I mean, it's true. <laughs> it's, it is true that you're going to have a panic if you yell yes, shark. That like is pretty true. People at a beach are going to panic. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then like next shot, Brody and his wife and kids are at the beach and he's like nervous about anybody going in and everything. He's watching, keeps seeing things that he thinks are a shark, but none of them actually are a shark. And um, the guy, <laughs> the guy comes out of the water with his like funny swim cap on and he says, we all know about you, Chief. You don't go in the water at all, do you? Right. And of course, he replies, "That's nice some bad hat, Harry." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that iconic one. line. Um, so now someone's dog has disappeared, and we start getting underwater Pip shots it. again. Mm. Pip Pip it. It. Pip it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's calling the dog. Get the underwater shots again, so we know something's coming. And a woman on a float is pulled under. And everyone else runs out of the water and this young boy named Alex is missing and his mother's posted, his mother now has posted a reward for anyone who kills the shark. Oh, so So that breaks my heart. Having a son now and that scene now, when I see it is totally different when I didn't have a child. Uh, Oh, sure. That, that scene when he flips like on the raft and you see like, like, Oh yeah. I missed him flipping over. Yeah. And you see the tail come up and the blood just flies. Like that's the most violent. Well, no, the Quincy no. later, but, but it's pretty, it's, it's fairly gruesome to see it. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of like disturbing. And is that that scene too, when he sees it, where they have that great, what do they call it? The Zolly shot where you're zooming in, in. Of, I, of Brody when he's sitting yes. on the beach. I love it. Well, shot. it's when Brody realizes that he's been shot real quick. Yeah. And so this is actually, it's often called the jaw shot. They're forward tracking and zooming out at the same time. They use it in Goodfellas. It's and a the couple, yeah. opposite of the shot in Vertigo right. that was invented by Ermin Roberts for Vertigo. Vertigo. I love it. So it's that so was a cool. forward zoom and reverse tracking. Yeah. And this it is totally throws forward your mind tracking off. reverse zoom. I love it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. When that kid gets mm-hmm. eaten by a shark. Ooh, man, that scene is. Whoa. It's rough. Yeah. yeah. So then they're in the town hall and Brody tells him he's closing all the beaches and everyone like starts yelling. And then Vaughn is like, oh, but only for 24 hours. Uh, it's not long. Only 24 hours. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we got to have Matt do all the Vaughn lines. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do everybody. So a man scratches his nails down the chalkboard oh, for boy. attention. Yeah. And, you know, we know, okay, it's Quint. Mm-hmm. He says he'll get the shark, but it'll be 10K to catch and kill it. For 3K, I'll find it. He says. 10K. Yeah, for it. that, you get the head, the tail, the oh. whole damn thing. Catch him and kill him for 10 Yeah, hold it. Now, the best thing about that, if it, I don't know if you guys noticed, is the crony he's got with him. Like that guy that just is kind of like following him around is awesome. I he didn't took, even notice the crony. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He's just like kind of hanging around. He just doesn't say anything. Totally and he's just like Quinn's crony. crony. And I don't know what the purpose of him is, but he's hilarious. So the city councilman says, we'll y'all take know, it under oh, advisement. I forgot oh. the great line. When you go any first when he comes and hits the chalkboard, y'all know me. Know what I do for a living. <laughs> oh, yeah. You do that one so good, too. He's so good at the uh, voiceover. I'm here to yeah, do stupid the impressions. Over. That's what they pay me for. For the impressions. <laughs> Um, so the city councilman says he'll take it under advisement and Quint leaves. And then we cut to Brody is reading about sharks and his wife, Ellen, makes like, him stop. And I, I think I had I that love. book too. Time life. It's book. like a time life sharks book mm-hmm. or something, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, but it shows attacks and stuff. Like, yes, it yeah, does. it I shows want, attacks and it shows, you know, the boat. I want and this book. How yeah, it's, it's scary. <laughs> yeah. I yes. think I looked at that book in the library a number of times. Awesome. I believe you did. I I believe it. I'm going to order it off of eBay. You should. So so his wife makes him stop. And I love it. She says, 
want to get drunk and fool around? And he says, oh yeah. yeah all right. <laughs> I just love that one little moment between them. It's so cute. Uh... But then one of their sons is out in the new boat that he got for his birthday. And he's sitting in it and Brody makes him get out because again, he's freaked out about the water and the shark. And we know he doesn't like going in the water. So he's already like nervous about it. So now two fishermen go out to try and catch the shark with a roast with his one of their wives' roast. His, roast. his wife's his wife's roast. That's right. And a tire off the pier. And I'm sure they're drunk. Oh, oh yeah. Gotta be wasted. There's, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> and that They've roast was probably wasted. frozen. I highly doubt it smelled really great for the shark to smell. Cause you I, yeah, blood, unless she right? cooked it, in which case she would be even madder. Yeah, yeah, but I'm thinking like the blood is what sharks can that's true. Sense. Right. So did the would the roast even really work? Maybe it was just I refrigerated. I, I would think that it's just an eating machine. I mean, that's a line from the movie too, right? It's an eating machine. All it does is swim. I feel swim, like make, baby shark. like babies. Like yeah. a nice room temp. Machine. A room temp roast. Room a nice temp room roast temp for roast shark. for the shark. That's right. So uh <laughs> they're out trying to catch the shark off the pier and uh the shark comes for the roast and of course instead of being caught on their chain right. it just pulls the whole damn pier apart i love it yeah one just, of the oh guys falls God. in the water awesome. and he just barely gets out and back onto the pier before the shark gets him so scary it's yeah. it's uh, it's really tense like yeah it's a very moment. And it's I've seen it. Moment. Even every time you see it, you're still like, get mm-hmm. on the pier, get your little right. boots up there. Oh, God. Like trying to oh, crawl God. Up yeah. His, it's almost has his foot and you're like, oh God, that's going to be bad. Right. <laughs> so then um, Brody's trying to corral all the pe- people the next day who are out trying to catch the shark, right? They're all like going out oh, in their boats and like, God. they're going to, everybody's oh. going to be the one who catches the shark. They're fighting over who gets out of the, it's who gets like, unhitched from the pier first and everything. Could it's, you imagine that? Could you imagine? But that's such a great scene. It just shows like humanity at its like stupidest, basically. Like, I feel like we've seen that lately. Go out there and just, let's just <laughs> yeah, do whatever probably. the hell we want. Yeah, I, I thought that Not was a perfect- with the shark. That like was a I've perfect seen, like, right? slice, of, slice of life. Like, let's just yeah. go out there and yeah, we're just going to be bounty hunters. Right? Oh so, my God. So now this newcomer shows up. Matt Hooper from the uh, the Oceanag- the Oceanographic Institute up the way. Uh, and Brody is called to ask them to send someone. But at first he like doesn't know who he is. So he's like kind of ignoring him. And then he finally gets his attention and they show Hooper the first remains, the remains of the first victim, the um, Chrissy. Mm-hmm. And he does an autopsy and he says, Can this was it? no boating accident. Can I do it? Can I do it? I do, love it his- do it, do it. This is a boating accident. It wasn't Jack the Ripper. <laughs> it was a shark. And that's always, sh- this. I've seen this movie so many times. This is pathetic. That's when they always cut to commercial too, right? When oh my that. God. <laughs> say that. It's so annoying when they cut to commercial. Shark. It was uh, a boating accident. Break. It wasn't Jack the Ripper. And it, was, it was a shark. And then they cut straight to, Mikey likes it. Right, probably. Oh my God. <laughs> so annoying. I hate those commercial breaks are the worst. Yeah. Uh, uh, I miss them. No, I don't. Not at no, all. I don't. Not at all. But that shows how so, often I've seen it. So <laughs> one of the groups has now caught a shark and everyone's really excited. And Hooper tells them, yeah, well, it's a tiger shark. Tiger and- shark. <laughs> okay. May this not is- be Just so you know, tiger shark. sharks are more dangerous than great Oh, whites. yeah. They're aggressive as all get out. Heck yeah. They yeah, will, in real they life, great whites anything. aren't very aggressive at all, right? No, tiger they're not. But tiger mean. shark will mess you up. They are like no joke. Mm, they're like the scary ones of all no, the sharks. They're- so- now we we have to mention this might be the best line in the movie. I know this is, and if my friend Jim is listening, he'll love this because that scene when they go to that guy and he's out there and well, we caught a shark. Well, what kind of shark is it? Oh, he tells him it's a tiger shark. A what? Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Give that man so, an Oscar. <laughs> so he tells him it's a tiger shark, which now we know is very dangerous shark, mm-hmm. and it may not, but it may not be the shark. And he says the bite radius is different from the wounds on the victim. So he wants to cut it open and see what it's eaten in the last 24 hours so they can be sure. Ew. Ew. Um, Just ew. Yeah, that's gross. So here's a little little, uh, trivia. That shark that that they kill and have on the dock there was a real shark that was killed in Florida since there wasn't a big enough one in Martha's Vineyard area. 
So by the time it was there and ready for filming, it was like decomposing and it smelled really bad. So bad. Oh yeah. And since it was hanging from its tail, this is like grosser than anything in the movie. Okay, since it was hanging the tail, by its tail, its internal organs broke loose and they piled up in the back of its throat. And so it was even worse, like smelling yeah. for everyone who had I to be around I it. I would not want to be the PA that had to be in charge of that. Woo! Oh my, no. And oh. how long you'd have to shoot that scene to get <laughs> oh all my God. people in the right place. Everybody's so many people. the right thing. That would have taken forever. I can't imagine oh. how smelly yeah. it was. That would have been like, that, just oh. that bit of scene with the shark probably would have been easy, if, easily a full day, if not two. Oh, man. oh of course. Yeah, with right? all the like, cameras, oh. it would have been brutal. Uh, definitely yeah. a whole day. Definitely a yeah. whole day. Yeah, definitely a whole day. So, so now Alex's mom walks up and she just smacks the shit out of Brody. Sure does. Because she just found out about the girl who died before her son got eaten and she gives this I mean, really lovely speech. And she's apparently just a local actor mm -hmm. they hired. Like she was not some big Good. Hollywood name. She was a local actor who they mm -hmm. hired. Yeah, local actors. Do it. Yeah. Do it, local actors. She's memorable for sure. She was probably like SAG Boston or something. Mm, right. Um, but so she gives this great speech and, and basically just tells him off because she's like, you knew. Like you already knew there was a shark. And when she walks away, um, the mayor says, I'm sorry, she's wrong. Um, and he just says, Brody just says, no, she's not. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, and it's such a good moment, like where he's taking that responsibility. And you're like, oh, ooh, that hurts. Like, cause he can't even be mad at her. He just knows that he really fucked up. Right. And so Roy Scheider said in an interview that in that scene where Mrs. Kintner smacks him, she couldn't fake a snap, uh, I mean, a slap. So she was actually hitting him every time. I love those stories, yeah. Just hauling yeah. up and smacking him. That happens him. a lot. Right. That happens a lot. Because you it do. doesn't, you don't get the full, or you have to do like the swipe across the face and the other person. Yeah, yeah. To, like, do it you have to like exactly time it. And then you have to like fake the, fake the, fake the nap. But <laughs> she, they did 17 takes. Oh. Wow. I'm not surprised. Well. So, no. Yeah. Poor guy. That, was that must have hurt. Of him to allow her to do that because actually a lot of the lead actors can say no and would just not, be like, mm -mm, right. no, or they yeah. do it once and then they just immediately cut to her. So that's that was nice of him. Yeah, yeah. no, he did he did all the takes taking for one it. for the team right there. That's for sure. Yeah, he took yeah. it. That that would hurt. Oof. So then um, we're at dinner with Brody and he has the sweetest little moment with his youngest son. Do you remember this? Where Little he like the best moment. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're making faces them. at each other. I love that. Yeah. And his son is copying his faces. And it's and then he's like, give me a kiss. And his son's give like, me. why? And he goes, because I need one. And his son just gives him this little kiss. Oh, it's the sweetest moment. Yeah, it's good. I like that. Yeah, my I husband and son had him against me. Yeah, my husband. That actually happens. The son, my son copies my husband sometimes so it's like oh. a real moment that has happened so yeah so cute so then they're eating dinner hooper shows up with two bottles of wine a and red and starts, a white and he starts eating their you gotta finish that and he starts eating their food is I anyone it. eating this he just takes brody's <laughs> half-finished food starts eating it and then brody un uncorks one of the wines and pours himself like a regular glass yeah. of Maybe it like you want to let that glass. breathe or that's a Europe, that's a, yeah, <laughs> european nope. orb. <laughs> and they they definitely aren't sober at the end of that. And I love that line he has in it where he says, well, can, she asked him, can you do that? And he says, I can do anything I want. I'm chief of police. Right? Yeah, I'm chief of police. So, yeah. so Hooper tells them this charming story, though, about why he studies sharks. And he tells them they, you know, that he knows they caught a shark, but not the shark. And um, Brody asks Hooper about rogue sharks. Right. And so then he tells Hooper, all right, we'll go down and we'll cut the shark that was caught open. Fine. So yeah. the two of them go down there and they cut open the shark and like Hooper's rooting around in it, like a dumpster. Like he's just in there, like up to his shoulders practically. So gross. And they pull out some fish, a can, Dry a Louisiana. <laughs> License, I was going to say that that's always a good plate, that's yeah. always a good trivia question for for yeah. people to ask what state the license plate is yeah. from. Yeah. Louisiana. He says, "Oh, this shark's been doing some traveling or something right. like that." But they find no bodies, no body parts. So, this is not the shark. 
Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Yeah, dun, 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 exactly. So they go out on a boat to track the shark right away, even though Brody's not happy about it. Um, They go out. What is the name of the boat? I don't know, but it's a beautiful well, this boat. Isn't, this isn't that boat yet, I don't oh, think. Oh, you're talking. I'm oh, sorry. You're right. Right. Wrong yeah, scene. Bert, yeah, this yeah. isn't that you're boat right. yet. First, you're it's right. just, That's it's like just Cooper and Brody. On. That thing mm. is awesome. Yes. Yeah. They go oh, out yeah. on like a sailboat or something and they're like That's looking for it. And uh, there's this great line where uh, Cooper tells Brody, well, it doesn't make much sense for a guy who's afraid of water to live on an island. And Brody says, it's only an island if you look at it from the water. Mm, right there you go which i again another line this this movie great is line. full of really oh, just yeah. ah great spot on Quotable lines. forever right so they see something on the radar and they use the spotlight to look for it and they find ben gardner who old, is old, just old ben gardner old, that's, old the ben gardner. that's the cool boat with the lights on they the bottom that's boat. the boat i'm talking about yeah the they cool find boat. his boat it's all banged up Mm-hmm. and hooper gets his dive gear on and he goes down to investigate and <gasps> under the boat do you want to tell it brianne yeah, under please. in the boat he pulls out a tooth and yes. every time i see that tooth i'm like i want that tooth and then <laughs> right. ben garner's head pops out of the hole oh, and <laughs> drops perfect. the tooth every that time he drops the tooth scary. and i'm so oh, yeah upset. he drops it i forgot I about that he does the tooth because it comes back later where they're like have you got the tooth and he's like I dropped it to that horrible mayor guy. I'm well, like, well, I would have ah. that scene is scary on his head. You're like, oh, I mean, that scene gets yeah. me to this day when so, I watch it. Yes. So get this that scene was not originally scripted. Oh, okay. okay. Steven Spielberg, he even says this. He says he got greedy after he saw the preview audience's reaction to the scene where the shark jumps out behind Brody's head, like later on in the movie. And he just wanted one more scare. Okay. So he reshot the scene at Ben Gardner's boat to get the head. And he said, then after he reshot that and added it in, that got the biggest scream. And then the next reaction, the appearance of the shark only got half as much reaction as it used to. And he said, it taught him a lesson that a movie can only have one major scare moment because afterwards Mm -hmm. the audience will be on guard against the film. If that's what Steven Spielberg says, I'll trust him because he's uh, pretty good at what he does. I'm surprised he didn't then take it out, but I guess he liked it. I guess once then, it, once they shot it, it was in. Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But yeah, he left it. So <laughs> so they tell Vaughn he can't open the beaches. There's a great white shark that made Amityville waters its hunting ground. And Hooper tells bon, Vaughn that he pulled the white tooth out of the boat. And Vaughn says, well, where is it? And he says, I dropped it. And then Vaughn says, well, those beaches will be open this weekend for the 4th of July. I love that billboard that they're standing oh, there in that scene. Vandalism. And yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And, then, and, then, and then Hooper tells him, look at, look at that. Those proportions are accurate. <laughs> but he's like, we need to hang those busters from their buster browns. So, right. yeah. <laughs> so people start arriving for the weekend and Brody and Hooper are trying to make calls and calls and deal with the shark and, and everything. And then, uh, Vaughn goes to a friend who's like out at the beach as all these people are like, please go get in the Ooh, water. I knocked my thing or, or walla walla around. He's yeah. He's like, please go in the water, go in the water. Very nice. And they Peer get pressure. They're so scared. His wife and him and his wife and his kids are like warily yes. treading out and into the ocean. You can see a look on their face of like just terror. Right. Yeah. But it, it does. It breaks the seal. Everybody just starts swimming. And then we get underwater <sighs> shots again. Love it. So someone sees the shark and screams and a lifeguard blows her whistle and there's a stampede and everybody's out of the water. And these two kids pop up from under a shark fin with, with like rifles in their guns faces. Guns pointed at them, yes. Right, with oh guns pointed at them off, off like a like Coast about Guard to pee boat or their something. Pants are so scared, yes. Yeah, but how so they it was could think that it was two kids is beyond me. Just so I, you, I, right, I know. Like, you know, able, but it, anyways, that's they must like, have not gotten too close or something. <laughs> I don't know, but they but. seemed like they got right in there among everybody. I don't know. Right, People right. are yeah. dumb. <laughs> yes. People are dumb. <laughs> then as now. Then as um, now. So then a girl starts yelling, there's a shark in the pond. There's a shark the in the pond by the pool. Yeah. In the, <laughs> in the that's estuary. That's in the estuary. And that's where Brody had told to his kids to take and their boat out because he thought it'd be safer. Off. He starts trucking. Oh man, he's yeah. in the sand. Can you imagine that was so hard running like Good that? Oh my God. Even ah. walking in the sand is kind of hard. 
Yeah. Like a way and to he's like your knee. boots and everything on. Yeah. Like chucking across the sand. Yeah. And so um, another man who's in a boat in the estuary gets knocked over and, and eaten by the shark. Or his leg yeah. eaten. No, he's in there. No, his kids- leg falls off. It's like, that oh. dude is in there and he's going, you kids okay in there? And then he falls over and there you see the shark come and it just, eats- oh, I love that yeah. scene. Love it. <laughs> and and the older son Michael almost gets eaten, but the shark like swerves around him well, that, and keeps and going. Isn't that camera shot great? Like zips by him real fast. Love that. Oh yeah. yeah but it, but it brushes shot. his side, so he he's like side. It like brushes his side, doesn't it? I think, I think so, or, it, or if not, it comes yeah. really damn close. Yeah. Yeah. Too too close. Yeah. Too close. All too right. Close, so I'll close. ask you guys this: mm. Do you know what they named the shark? Bruce. Bruce. You knew it, yay! Come I knew on. you guys would. Do you know why? It was named after Spielberg's lawyer. That's correct. Oh, I didn't know that. There you go. Ding, ding, That's correct. <laughs> and <laughs> you both did great, though. Thanks. I have way and too much useless information. So Spielberg took a few friends, including George Lucas, to the effects shop. You guys know the story, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, to see Bruce. But and Lucas like stuck his head in its mouth, and the other guy snuck over to the controls and closed it on him. Nice. And he got stuck for a long time. Yeah, I'd be upset. And when they that. finally got him out, they all like ran away because they were afraid they damaged the shark. <laughs> they didn't want to get caught. Yeah, I probably would have been angry. So now, after all this, Brody makes Vaughn sign a voucher so he can hire Quint to catch the shark. Brody and Hooper go to hire him, and Hooper says he'll go too. And I love this. Quint gives him a lot of crap. He doesn't want him to go. And then he finds, because he says, I'm the, I'm the, you know, I'm the captain. I'm the, you know, the first mate. I'm the this, I'm the that, I'm everything. And then he says, I'll take him for ballast chief. And Brody says, you got him. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, chief. Yeah, I'll take him for ballast chief. You got him. So as they get ready to leave, Quint brings out his shark cage and, and he's and you know, putting it away. Yeah. And um, Brody is going to, and Ellen is really worried. She says, what am I going to tell the kids? And he says, tell them I'm going fishing. And this is when we get the boat. What's the boat named? The Orca. Oh, I forgot. There you go. (laughs) The Orca, also killer whale, right? Which is a known enemy of the shark. Mm -hmm. And the only predator, the only known predator of the great white. That's right. Mm-hmm. We don't know. There might be sea monsters that are predators of the great mm-hmm. white. But it's the only known predator of the great white. This is true. So they throw out a bunch of chum and they wait. And then they've got a bite on their big, they have like a huge fishing rod. Like, oh my God. Piano wire or something. It has the freaking belt loop to strap yourself into it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He straps himself into a huge harness. Quint does. The and they like, and he's yep. struggling with the line. And he says, he's down under the boat. And Hooper's damn, like, damn, damn, smart the fish went under the boat. <laughs> you can both do it. Ah, I can't do it. <laughs> and Hooper says, it's not a shark. And then they lose it. And they like argue about it being a shark. And um, we don't really ever find out if it was the shark or not. I don't mm. think. Mm. I think it was. I think it was was. of the shark. Yeah. To cut that wire. That had to be. Yeah, it was screwing with them. I believe it. That shark is scary. Sneaky. He's He's like a jokester. He's a sneaky shark. Oh, Bruce. (laughs) Oh, Bruce, Bruce. you sneakster. So uh, later, Quint tells Brody to drop some chum again. So as he does the shark, this is when the shark comes up almost in his face. So I I just want my quick note on that. That's where he tells, yeah, why don't you go to chum the water there, chief? And the I'll chum and he's in there smoking a cigarette. You want, want yeah, right. Why don't you chum some of this shit for a while? And then that's the part where the genius of the movie, we have not really seen this shark yet. And we're about halfway in. Yep. And then when that thing comes up and the audience Ooh. sees it, but Brody has his back and doesn't see it. So yep. it's this kind of mix. And you go, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge. huge. Look at this thing. Yes. It's huge. So. So the shark comes up, Brody sees it. He backs into the cabin. Whoa, he just like, oh my God. Yes. Well, he and he tells Quint. He the cabin, nothing yes. on his face. He doesn't yes. even say anything. Yeah, he's, he's just like, like backing in. Mm-hmm. And he famous says line. to Quint, the famous line, yeah. I'll let <gasps> you do it. We're going to need a bigger boat. There you go. Yeah, and I he said says it, it a bigger over boat. Over and over and over again. Well, you're gonna need a bigger boat, right? We got we gotta get a bigger boat, right? And that <laughs> we line, gotta get go back in and get it. Yeah, we gotta call it called in, called in, called right. the Coast Guard. That line apparently was ad-libbed. 
So there is a production company. I can't remember for the life of me the movies I've seen called mm-hmm. A Bigger Boat Productions. And I, they've been, they've made some movies, I think. And that's where they well, got Well, there's the also from. one called Bad Hat Harry. Oh. Oh, that, oh really? Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't I like that. that. Yeah. So it's, so I guess this movie has two production companies named for its quotes. Yep. So the shark, it heads straight past the boat and it starts like circling it. And Quint gets his harpoon and they've got these big, like, they've got those big um, barrels, like floaty barrels. Yep. And so he gets his harpoon and while they're like dealing with the shark, Ellen calls. Brody's wife calls, and Quint tells her they're just fishing. They haven't, haven't seen, seen anything. anything. Yet. Calls us right past. I'll be in hun- yeah, home, home for, for time for dinner. And so, oh, and when Miss Brody, when um, when she's trying to contact him on the Orca, the voice on Quint's Marine Radio, like as she's trying to contact them, is Steven Spielberg. That's his awesome. cameo. I like it. Oh, don't forget. Aww. Speak of cameos. There's that one quick scene where the reporter's on the beach earlier. Yeah, that's the writer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the writer. Yeah. That's that's Peter Benchley. Yep, very good. So so (laughs) then they put this beeping, flashing tracker on a floaty barrel, and they shoot the shark with the harpoon attached to it. And it, like, comes off, and he drags it under, and then they wait. Yeah, those things are hard to drag under. It's it's Not if you're a 7,000 ton shark <laughs> yeah like they're trying to keep the shark up so they can right. get it but it just dives under it sure does so then they have to wait for a while and while they're waiting um they're drinking and quentin hooper are actually like comparing scars and bonding oh, this is my favorite scene oh, ever it's, it's everyone yeah favorite and scene. so i don't know if you guys know this but so they're like comparing their scars and at one point like roy scheider um uh brody lifts his shirt up to show his appendix decision. His appendectomy. Uh, It's a real scar. That's his. Oh, that's cool. From his appendectomy. (laughs) So Quint has a scar that they, that Hooper asked about that's from where he had a tattoo removed of the USS Indianapolis. And he has this Mm -hmm. beautiful speech about- pounding and hollering and pounding and hollering. And that's when uh, they came to get me at the last minute. And I I was going to drop the bomb. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, about- (laughs) So it's about them being attacked by the Japanese and then sharks eating a bunch of them. And he talks okay. about this is the all shark, a true story. This really happened. You. People were in the water for days and they were eaten. Apparently, and they may have them. played up the shark bit yeah. a little much. Well, oh, yeah. really? But, well, it, I mean, it happened. This was true. But was yeah, really, yeah. Um, it's terrible. So yeah. that monologue. Amazing scene. So Robert Shaw was apparently a really big drinker. Oh and, yeah. Well, you could tell. I mean, right, come on. Right. Yeah, and he he drank to do this scene because he thought, you know, well, I'm going to be in, I'm supposed to be intoxicated when I tell this story. So he got A drunk lot of actors it. do that too. Well, if it works. They couldn't use anything that they shot that whole night cuz he was so, so drunk. That's awesome. So later that night, he felt bad and he called Steven Spielberg and said, oh, "Can I, I please it. have another try?" And that next day of shooting, he did it in one take. Oh, dude, it's of course great. he did. He's an amazing actor. He no, no, yeah. If you get a chance, Google that scene and, and really get into each shot and how they framed it all and everything. It's really very well done. It's, it's, it's really, I mean, the whole scene. movie is the it's shots excellent. are just, it's very well it's crafted. Mm-hmm. So they start singing and the floaty barrel shows up, the but they don't notice because they're singing. They don't notice that the floaty barrel showed up though oh, because they're forget. singing. They what don't do they, hear it beeping. What do they toast to? Their legs. Their and, legs. That's right. And bow-legged women. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> but they first women. toast to the leg. Toast to your leg. I yeah, toast, toast to, my I toast leg to yours. Toast to your leg. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they toast uh, to each other's legs. Oh my god. And then it. to bow-legged women. Yes. So they don't notice that the shark is back until the ship Beep. is being rammed. Beep. Yeah. Damn stupid! Yeah, was the fish went under the boat and again? Quint starts shooting at it, and just like that, it's gone. Quint, you can't stop! Stop shooting at it! And so, and so, you guys know there were three Bruces too, right? Yes, uh, yes. There were a bunch. Yeah, that's right. So there was a right side Bruce, a left side Bruce, and then like a fully skinned one. And wow. each one of them cost about two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I'm sure it did. Which was more then than it is now, even. Wow. I believe it. So the next morning they're working on the boat. The shark comes back. Brody calls the coast guard or goes to call the coast guard and Quint smashes the radio. So now they have Quint no way. Quint smashes it. 
which is yeah. the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like but that very pisses quint. me off. I'm, I know, he but is, come on, like, come on. You don't uh, do that. He's hell bent on catching this thing and he's not going to let anything stop him. At but this so point. they're, no. they get another barrel on him. They get a second barrel on him. They three. like, doesn't he go down with three? He ends up, it ends up being three. And they, they, um, the shark is like chewing through the lines, the connecting it to the barrel. It's the whole thing's insane. There's a great scene in the middle of that too, I think, or maybe a day before when they see the shark really for the first, and it swims by and Hooper's like, oh, it's gotta be 20 feet. And Quint says 25, three tons of them. (laughs) So, so they're like trying to drag it back towards land and it starts dragging the boat around. (laughs) And they have to chop the line. So now the barrels aren't attached to the boat anymore. So they can't drag it anymore. And the shark comes back and rams the boat some more. It starts chasing them. <laughs> and then the engine's already damaged from yeah. it ramming before. And, and the water. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, and Quip pushes it. So it starts smoking. And that's like, it's now they're stuck in the middle of the ocean in a dead boat, right? <gasps> now I bet you wish you had that radio. Drunken, <laughs> so, drunken fool. So now they put on Hooper's shark cage so they can try oh, to stab dude. the shark in the mouth. No way. I um, I want to go on a shark. He's got cage. like you're, you're he's insane. got something yeah, you're, you're to crazy. like. Oh my god, no, never, never, yes. never, never. I totally ever, do. After ever. seeing that, I still want to do it. Like nope. I've no. always wanted. I'm to. terrified of large bodies of water. There's no way. <laughs> so he gets in his cage and they send him down. And the shark heads from immediately, and then it swims past and comes at him from behind. He drops the big like pokey thing. Needle. He still has the little needle. Pokey thing. Yeah. Well, he still has the littler needle to right. like jab it in the fi- in the mouth where he had because he couldn't get it through the skin. Right. And it breaks the cage and he tries to stab with the little needle, but he um ends up escaping, getting out and hiding under a rock. And so Good when thinking. Quentin Brody pulled the cage up, it's empty. Trash. Right? But he was supposed to die. Just so you know. Yes, I knew that. Yes, he was supposed to I die, but know. they wanted at the end for him to 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 come back. Huh, wow. Yeah, he was supposed to die. Okay. Yeah, and so apparently they like they um they did that. So they had like two shark photographers, Ron Taylor and Valerie Taylor, like shoot a lot of that footage, okay. and they constructed because of the great white sharks wouldn't be as big as the one in the movie. They constructed a smaller cage, and they would either have like a mannequin or a little person in it. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that. Why is okay. that making me laugh? But it's making me laugh. I mean, makes sense, I guess, to do it, right? Like an alien oh, when they used the kids. In Alien, they used the kids to make the planet look well, bigger and more right. imposing. That's what I meant. Like, yeah, you have like a kid or someone to do it, I guess. So yeah, like for <laughs> yeah. perspective or whatever, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. They wouldn't have done so, it this way now, I doubt. But So no. then the shark jumps partway on the boat and it eats Quint. Mm. Okay, so this scene. So I've seen this movie... <laughs> A billion times. This is my favorite scene. But when you see the shark on, like, it gets bigger every time I see the movie. Like, how is it possible to be this big? This thing is like 50 feet long. There's yeah. no way. Yeah. Yeah. But it's I love huge. It. But I it's love huge. It. But he belly flops right on so the. He, just he comes up. through. Like, well, he comes. Oh, I love he it. He comes through like the window or something. It tries to get Brody in the yeah. cabin. It gets all yeah. the way up on the shark and then it like tries to get right Brody in, in the cabin nah. and he throws a CO2 canister in its mouth and it goes away for the moment. Then he climbs the mask and he stabs the shark when it comes after him because the yeah. the boat is now like half submerged. Yes. Well, cause so he's like up in the mask. Sharks in the, in the nose. In the nose Punch to him in the make nose. him run away. Yeah. That's where all their are. Re- but not this are. shark. So no. he's got his little, his pistol and he tries to shoot the tank and he keeps shooting, shooting, and he finally manages it. And the shark just goes, what is, what is the line he says right before he fires for the last time though? Die, oh, you I, son of a bitch. Smile, you son of a, a bitch. Smile, you, yeah. smile, you yeah. son of a bitch. And, and so the shark just goes, boom. And he completely blows up. Yep, I love it. And that's when Hooper resurfaces and he swims to Brody and they both just start laughing. Well, I love <laughs> the line when he asks him, you know, he says, you know, uh, Hooper, Hooper says, Quint, like asking, and Hooper, and Brody just shakes his head and he goes, No, no, yeah. But right. I always think in that moment, if you're surrounded by a bunch of shark guts, you better start moving fast because because more sharks are coming. coming. Or, would be, yeah. or would it be, or would it be like in like, time. I'm like, let's get moving, people, no talking, let's go. We don't have time to play, let's go, let's go. I mean, you would think so, so. So then they use the barrels to swim back to shore. And that's of the course, because that's the what nice, you think of. The nice music is playing and the seagulls are out. And it's, everyone's happy now. And we're safe. Do you know how tired they were probably? Oh, oh my God. They have yeah. to swim for so long in that scene. So long. Dude, 
So like they swim because you see them get from like, you see them get almost all the way into the beach. Like, yes. Oh yeah. It's a really long shot. Those yeah. poor extras. They were so tired probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was probably stuntmen. So they were in like all That's better true. shape and stuff. Probably. But still, I mean, even if real life, if they swam from where they were all the way, that's a long time. That's a yes. long time, people. It would be dark. And you yeah. got to go at the angle because you got to beat out the uh, current also, right? So just I think so. Out. So, okay. <laughs> so I have, I have a trivia now that we're done with the movie. I have a trivia okay. that I don't think either of you is going to know. I'll give okay. it a shot. Mm. Okay. Ready. Have you guys heard of the Lady of the Dunes? I feel like I've heard of this, but I can't tell you what it means. No. So on July 26th, <laughs> okay. uh, 1974, a nine-year-old girl was walking her dog and she found the decomposing body of an unidentified woman in the Race Point Dunes of Provincetown, Massachusetts. Pro- Provincetown, P-Town. I love P-Town. It's amazing. They believe that this young woman may have been an extra in Jaws. <gasps> no. No kidding. There's like, there are like shots where people are like, I think that's her. Hmm. I did not know Interesting. this. That's yeah. a, very, a great piece of trivia. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> I didn't know that either. Interesting. Thank you for so, making us smarter. There you go. I got one. And Yay. thank you to friend of the show, Sarah, for sharing that one with me. Oh, I got it from Sarah. I can't take full credit. But she said, I bet you'll get Matt with this one. And I was like, you know what? I just might. You did. <laughs> you sure did. You got me. That's awesome. Good so, so all right. So, what do we think? Do we love this movie? So, oh, duh. Yeah. I mean, obviously. I mean, I think I, we just love it. I remember I had this obsession. At, well, I've always loved it, but I had this obsession, like in the summer of two thousand, maybe it was. They. This is. I'm dating myself here. They re-released the special edition on VHS. Sorry, guys, but I remember buying it, and like at that time, there were a lot of shark attacks happening, like on the East Coast, also. And I just remember watching Jaws like eight times over a span of like 12 weeks. I swear to God, like every other week I was watching Jaws. I could just watch it over and over again. Yeah, it's Spielberg. I mean, it's the first summer blockbuster. It's all these great things put together. It's the story of, you know, like Captain Ahab. That's Quint. He's hunting, you know, not the whale, but he's hunting the shark this time. It's just like, I love it. So next question. Yes. Is it actually a horror movie? Yeah, that's yes. a great question to ask. Yes. I, I think I, it's a horror movie. I've never thought blood, of it. Right. There's blood. There's a monster. There's someone that's killing, aka Bruce. Yeah. It is, never, it is a horror movie. It, I've never I thought think of it otherwise. I think yeah. that's a good point. I It was brought up to me, is it really a horror movie? And I was like, I mean, yeah. And then I was like, well... No, but it it's is also kind of an adventure, like a sailing adventure. Adventure? I would never say it was an adventure. It's, I would say, I, I would mean, it's a hardcore maybe, one, a thriller. Forget, yeah, I would forget. say that. It's rated PG. How about that? Yeah, but yeah. you can have a horror that's still PG. No, no, that's fine. I'm just saying it was yeah. just kind yeah. of funny how ratings, that was just a different system rating at the, at the time. It's just interesting now to look at it, I guess. Yeah, so, it's a horror. It's a horror. I think so. Okay, so we'll say it's a horror. It's a horror yeah. film. That's why we're reviewing you, it. And you, it scares you. You jump. You're surprised. And also, you're waiting for the attacks. You have the suspense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a horror. It's and a if horror. you look at, go, go Google any top 10 horror movie lists. It's in the top three of any of those lists. That's it true. Is, so. And, and we're reviewing it. So it must be a horror film. I mean, like, yeah, you guys are like <laughs> pinnacle of what's horror. The, we are the arbiters of horror <laughs> i guess well, you know what you can call it whatever the heck you want it's awesome how about that it, it is, is awesome it's, great, for it's sure. a great movie it's probably my now, one of my top movies like oh, top three like i there love are, that movie there are a couple sequels whatever and nowadays there's tons of like shark movies but for me like this is it like i really don't give a crap about any other ones this is the shark movie this is it Oh, I'll watch any shark movie. I literally watch will watch I'll all watch the horrible, like I, Meg was on and my, my oh, husband's like, what God. are you watching? Like, it has a shark in it. Leave me alone. Sharknado. And right. I, just, I haven't like, got watched a shark. any of the other ones. <laughs> They're terrible. I've watched all the Jaws's. I've watched them so many oh, times. One, two, or two, three, and four. Remember I've Jaws seen part 3D. of two. So I've Brian, seen all of them. I've Brian seen all of them. knows this one. Remember Jaws 3D at the end when it's slowly like computerized comes oh, in yeah. and like, smashes <laughs> it's so, so bad. bad. <laughs> smashes the glass. You're like, please. <sighs> but I'll great. watch any of them. If they oh, are yeah. on or any shark movie is on, I will watch any of them. That's I'm a great like point. That person. If it has a shark, I will tune in. Yes. Yeah, me this too. That's true. 
Yeah. So Brianne. Yes. Tell us where the people can find more of you. Oh my God. That is the best question all night. <laughs> there you go. Um, please come find me on Instagram at the Brianne Davis. My secretlifenovel.com or worldwide wherever you want it. I just finished the Audible or come to Secret Life Podcast where we tell people's secrets and it's juicy and you know, like it's that. all it's kind of your own like human horror where you we go through like emotional like horror that. and get to the other side of like hope and serenity and peace. I like okay. that. So, so for us, next up on the podcast is you're next. So be looking for that. On oh, my friend episode. AJ's in it. AJ oh, right. really? Yeah, he's like I my love brother. that movie. I love that movie. Haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. It's so, my so bro. good. Like my, I'm looking forward. Synchronicity and among friends together. I love that. Oh, movie. that's awesome. Oh, I love that movie. Um, <laughs> anyways, so guys, please remember to subscribe, follow us on the podcast, rate and review us on iTunes, wherever you're listening, Spotify. Stitcher, wherever it is, um, so that more people can find us. And don't forget to send us your movie suggestions, your thoughts on the movies we've watched so far, really pretty much anything you want to tell us at thescarymovieproject at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram too, at The Scary Movie Project. Peace out. Don't swim after dark. The Scary Movie Project podcast is produced by Tara Garwood and Matt Lulich. Learn more at thescarymovieproject.com. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.